Just days after the Reserve Bank lifted interest rates again, potentially tipping even more people into housing stress and even homelessness, the federal government is pushing ahead with a $65 million cut to homelessness services. Now, this is the backstory. Since 2012, in conjunction with the National Housing and Homelessness Action Plan, the Commonwealth has given a funding supplement to cover a Fair Work Commission ruling for pay equity in the social and community services sector. Now, when the original funding agreement expired in 2021, the then Labor opposition, before they won government, campaigned hard for the Morrison government to continue paying the supplement. They argued women and children would be left homeless. Here's Labor's Jenny McAllister grilling the then Social Services Minister Anne Rustin in a Senate committee. I'm trying to understand whether the government intends to meet its share of the ERO um, costs to allow those homelessness services to continue providing services to all sorts of people. But my particular interest, of course, is women and children escaping violence. Fast forward two years and the Albanese government is now insisting the $65 million a year supplement is now the state's responsibility. Last night, Homelessness Australia CEO Kate Colvin met with the Federal Housing Minister, Julie Collins, and Kate Colvin's my guest in the studio. Kate, welcome to the program. Good morning. Let's start with the context. We know a lot of Australians are doing it tough. I mean, yesterday was evidence of that, the interest rate rise. Just how much pressure are housing and homelessness services under, though? Look, this is an absolute nightmare out there for renters. We've got um, homelessness services already turning away 288 people a day and two-thirds of those are women and children. Now, we know a lot of those women and children, most of them actually, are fleeing family violence. So it's, it's already absolute pressure cooker. What would a cut of $65 million a year mean for the sector? Look, that would mean um, having to let go of 650 staff, so obviously with less staff, there's less people to help when someone loses their home. They're in desperate need at that stage. They urgently need someone to help them and perhaps put them into um, uh, accommodation, but there'll be less resources to do that. So right in the middle of a housing crisis, we'll have less capacity to help people. So just give me the backstory on this funding. It's all about this pay deal where you have to pay. Can you just explain the significance of it and how it's been extended by the Morrison government, why it's expiring? So the Fair Work Commission in 2012 made a decision to increase the pay of the mostly uh, women-dominated care sector workers. So homelessness sector workers are part of that. And of course, that increased the cost of service delivery. So at the time, the federal government said, well, we fund half the homelessness sector, the states fund the other half, we'll contribute to the wage extra wage cost and um, made a nine-year commitment to do that. And of course, as you explained, that then expired. We fought with the previous coalition government to get it extended. Um, Labor um, um, fought with us on that. And then now we're back here um, having the same argument. So look, it's it's money that could be included. You know, the dialogue continues. It's money that could be included in the budget in May. But the thing is, is we have a crisis now because um, if 
services know they're going to have to let go 650 staff in um, at the end of June, then they won't be renewing people's contracts now. Homelessness sector workers will leave. Um, you know, they won't be able to restaff um, those positions. And so we also, we already, as I was explaining, have a very difficult situation with more people coming to homeless services, suffering mm. housing stress. We've got interest rates going up, intended to put more, make increase unemployment. Of course, you don't want to be unemployed in today's housing market and the interest rate rises themselves will also push up rents. So the situation's getting worse. We actually need a lot more homelessness services not to be having to fight to keep homelessness services funded just at the level that they are now. So, uh, as you say, the Labor opposition just two years ago was on your side, so to speak. They were in opposition um, and you won that battle, actually, with the Morrison government, right? Yes, we did. So, um, at the 11th hour, they agreed to continue that funding until the new housing and homelessness agreement was renegotiated. So, the the issue that we have now is that the new government have um, are going to... Um, extend the old agreement forward for one year. So they're now not committing to include the um, this funding in the one-year extension. So um, the whole agreement will be renegotiated in a year's time. So that might be the time to recast the whole agreement. But now we're talking about a one-year extension and $65 million that's missing for homeless services. Okay. So you're basically saying we, we're going to have to shut down some services inevitably in the middle of the year, unless you extend it by year. Absolutely. I know you met with the minister, that's why you're in Canberra, um, saying this is dire and this is urgent. What kind of reception did you get last night? Well, look, the um, the minister um, insists that this is a responsibility to the state. So this is the same argument that we heard from the previous government and that um, funding has been committed to, uh, you know, by the government to other um, priorities like housing um, and that the, the states could um, shift money from housing back into homelessness. Look, I think there's no... Um, disputing that the previous federal government left an absolute mess in the housing system. You know, 10 years ago, they cut an affordable housing program that means that now we have 20,000 properties that are tenanted, affordable tenancies that are being lost to the homeless sector. They spent $1.5 billion in the last financial year um, pushing up the cost of construction by um, stimulating people who could afford to renovate their home to put in better bathrooms instead of they could have spent those resources building social housing. So we do have a mess and the federal government has made some commitments. In fact, I think they're introducing legislation today to build more social housing. But the thing is that we urgently need that social housing to help fix the problem that renters are facing in the housing market. You can't be then shifting those resources into homelessness. We need homelessness funding to at least be maintained, actually to be increased while we have this housing crisis. Just briefly, because um, we've got to move on, but how, how dire is this? How worried are you, interest rate rises, all, all of the confluence of events about homelessness really rising in this country over the, the coming months? Look, it, it feels like we're sort of standing on the beach waiting for a tsunami to come to the homeless sector. There's, it's an absolute um, living nightmare out there for renters. This is, a, you know, a nightmare. We've got um, domestic and family violence at, you know, record rates. We ac actually need um, to be able to respond to people in urgent need, not to be cutting services. Kate Colvin, thanks for joining us. Kate Colvin is the CEO of Homelessness Australia. 
It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations. Live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.